This is the Unlimited Unloaded page. The Bulls are victorious in their first game of the NCAA softball tournament on Friday night in Tallahassee. Here is a highlight reel mixed with some post-game comments I was able to get from head coach Ken Erickson, Georgina Cork, who pitched a shutout, and catcher Josie Foreman, who hit a two-run blast as part of a four-run sixth inning that helped the Bulls secure the victory. We'll go kind of in order mixing in some of the post-game comments on the key moments, starting it off with, well, the beginning, as Alexis Johns, as she is wont to do, got on base with the single. She would steal second against one of the best defensive catchers in the country, Mia Davidson, and then Megan Sheehan would reach base with an infield single. Runners on the corners. Here's what happened next. One and one pitch. Same pitch taken by Rivera. Sheehan is going, and the run will go home. They get her at second, but the Bulls take the lead. You will give up that run at second base for the lead. Pitch was a ball. A little surprise that Mississippi State didn't play that better. Sheehan wasn't sure if she was out. She was but the Bulls take the advantage. Alexis Johns doing her thing. You know, anytime that you have those opportunities, you don't want to go back in the bus on the way home and go, you know, I should have, you know, because it's a dangerous situation. Obviously, it's a risk and reward play with a catcher like Davison who could pump fake you, and all of a sudden, you know, she's got one of the best arms in the country. But um, I told her, I said, look, you see release, you're gone, and let's take that chance right now. And... um, it worked out really, really well. And, you know, we tried another chance situation with Jordan Cadillac at the plate with two strikes and the runner third base, and Jordan gets that bunt down. All of a sudden it's 2 nothing, and everybody's surprised. So, But that's our game. That's our M.O. is speed and uh, keeping the other team guessing. Turned out to be quite important because there was no more scoring until the sixth inning, although both teams had chances. Georgina Korik was very careful with the all-time SEC home run leader. Mia Davidson walked her on a full count pinch in the first and then gave up a single with two outs, struck out Paige Cook to end the inning. Bulls couldn't cash in on the leadoff single by Josie Foreman in the top of the second and went down 1-2-3 in the next inning. However, in each the second and third, Mississippi State had a batter get hit by a pitch with one away, including Davidson in the third, but she got wiped off the base paths by this memorable defensive play. St. Clair's come in, that ball is hit sharply to second. They'll get the lead out of one. Rivera tries to turn. Oh my goodness, what a double play! A 360 by Rivera! And just gets her at first base. Da-da-da, da-da-da. With this one being on ESPN, trust me. Here's what Georgina Cork and Josie Foreman had to say about it to me afterwards. I mean, that's one of those things that's like poetry in motion. You know, um, obviously the battery we were throwing to, I think it was Moreno, um, honestly got a phenomenal sick. And I think we were at a kind of not a great hitter's count for me. Um, and being able to have her hit into a defense that we basically set them up for um, is the coolest thing to watch as a pitcher because most of the time I just kind of have to like twirl in a little circle um, on the mound and watch everyone else work around me. Um, so being able to see, not a lot of people see it, but obviously Alana Rivera is a phenomenal shortstop. We always get on her for dragging her feet because um, she literally has to put the brakes on everywhere she goes. And knowing that she made that play and was able to drag across the bag and, and finish out the play so like phenomenally. Um, there's just there's no greater feeling as a pitcher than knowing you set your defense up to look stellar and they they kind of sl- slid into that spot very easily. How'd you like it? I was back there. <laughs> I was screaming my little heart out behind first base. Josie takes off at a dead sprint every time no, down the line. I'm like mask sideways all that but no it just goes to show you how good our defense is and how well we play behind Georgina and just goes to show how hard they're willing to fight for her. Fourth inning, both teams got two runners on. Vivian Pond and Josie Foreman both singled with one out. And then Megan Piero hit a liner towards the right field corner that looked like a two RBI hit, but Jackie McKenna was able to run it down. And the Bulldogs had some momentum, and they had more base runners in the fourth inning thanks to a two-out error. But even though the last out was a little shaky, Georgina Cork able to navigate it. Full count. 
Action pitch, here it is, and in the field of play. Should be catchable by Foreman, and she makes the grab. Wow, Desiree Maldonado got in her way after committing an error earlier in the inning, and it converged between the two, and with Maldonado in the way, Foreman basically had to underhand catch that as she was down to a knee. It was not an easy catch, but wow, what nerves by Josie Foreman there. And she kept hers better than I would. I guarantee you that. Fifth inning, not so much action as both teams went down in order, including the Bulls against a second Mississippi State pitcher. But they would get to her big time in the sixth inning. How about some runs here? Two, three, and four in the order. Second chance to try and solve Kenley Hawk. And Megan Sheehan will start things off. Looking at a drop ball outside, 1-0. So, Davidson last out of the fifth, meaning the only way the Bulls would have to be concerned with her again if Mississippi State gets two on in the next two against Court. Oh, that ball's drilled. She just got her first career homer. Are you serious? She, she, stop it. Actually, don't. It's two to nothing. So, sample size of her two career home runs that was the more impressive. My goodness, what a time to start turning on the power. And it's two to nothing. I mean, that was pretty much to, not straightaway center, a little bit right center, but you had to poke that ball pretty well. It was a rise ball that was well out of the zone and that helped supply the power coupled with the swing by Megan Sheehan, again, she had no career home runs until a week ago. Unbelievable. We played in a conference tournament, and um, pitcher was throwing her away, 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 and basically just, you know, uh, used words, uh, and she's a good lip reader, was say, just, you know, look it up and look it in and just wait for one. And, and uh, you know, she did it at, against Wichita State. And Sheehan takes it the other way. That could get out of here. Left field, and it is a home run. Oppo power by Shishi. And it's 5-1. to one. And the same thing happened today because I think it was the second pitcher was Hawk who was throwing down and away hard, down and away hard. And I'm like, look, just look in, look up. And she did. I mean, she put a good, good move on the ball and just threw the barrel at it. It was effortless. And um, you could tell we're not... We're not um, home run swing guys. We're uh, more of uh, line drive type hitters. Um, and that ball flight was perfect, you know, for where it was. So, yep. 2 nothing, of course, felt much better if you're looking at it from the Bulls' perspective. But, hey, you want to feel even better? Tack on two more. Lana Rivera would single sharply. They brought up Bailey Lystel for the purposes of bunting her over, but she would strike out. Josie Foreman took care of matters. Ooh, underneath, and that one is, if it's fair, way out of here it is. My goodness, another rise ball. The only thing rising is the ball out of the park and the Bulls fans to their feet. It's four to nothing. Whoa, she destroyed that ball. Oh, well, I saw the poster out there that said hit it here, and I was like, mm, <laughs> let's try this one out. Is, Sorry, that, is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> Can no. you make sure the next year we have those out there? Put it in the budget. Yeah, yes. please. Definitely just sat there comfortable in the stance, kept it simple, and saw it right up there and 
went with it so it was really nice and as soon as I hit it I was like wow that's the farthest home run I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> the poster she was talking about was way beyond left field. In fact there was a street there then the parking garage where a number of Florida State fans were hanging out especially for the second game which was completely sold out and that's where the sign was. Basically unreachable but she gave it a go, put it that way. We'll get to the end of the game here in a second, but the sixth inning seemed pretty uneventful, but maybe not. We're going to play Ken Erickson's opening comment from the post-game press conference and the last play he speaks about, you'll hear, and it took place starting off the sixth inning. We talk about crossroads in ball games when you're playing against good teams. You know, you have to play flawless, uh, but the other team is always going to throw at least three, if not four, crossroads at you in the game. And we were able to take advantage of the first and third steal as the first crossroad in the game and well executed. Um, Lexi John's a great jump when the ball's coming out of uh, Davison's hands. And then second major deal was the double play and Alana Rivera holding the bag and making a great play and a great turn on a, on a pitch that was tough. Um, but that was the second part of the crossroads. And then the one that's not going to go down in the book and nobody's going to see it except the people that really understand what's going on was the three-ball, two-strike call by Josie uh, for strike three to lead off batter in the sixth inning. You know, if you continue to get the leadoff guy on, it makes it really, really difficult. And that inning, sixth inning, was a shutdown inning after we scored three. So uh, I thought that we did what we needed to do um, to keep the other team uh, at bay. And, and anytime you get the leadoff guy on, it makes it difficult against George. Of the base runners they've had, they've stranded five. They have not had a leadoff runner today. Full count. Change up, called strike three. I think Moreno was hoping against hope that that was going to be a leadoff walk, but Corrick was masterful there. And then it was time to finish things off, and Mississippi State was not going to go easy. They actually did get their first leadoff base runner on in the seventh inning, but again, 4 nothing. It was Purvis with the walk. Then a two-out double at the top of the order brings up that all-time leading home run hitter in the SEC. Get against Davidson. She has gone two strikes to her all four times. Got her the last time with that pitch that Davidson was able to fist to the right side of the infield. Strikeout might be asking a little bit much here. And she gets it! Swung on a miss, strike three. Changed it to the outside and missing all the way. Was one of the best hitters that the Bulls have faced all year. And Georgina Cork looked like she might have been dancing into a little trouble there. But Queen George throws a shutout in the NCAA tournament against Mississippi State. Bulls win. Georgina Corrick, without a doubt, the most dramatic of her nine strikeouts today. Bulls with the W here on day one of the NCAA softball tournament. 4 nothing. the final score. They will play Florida State in the winner's bracket game on Saturday. And believe it or not, Georgina Corrick said after the Friday night victory, wasn't her best stuff. The hard part is as we get later into season, sometimes you're never going to have your good stuff. You know, a lot of the best pitchers across the nation, you're seeing a lot of fatigue, a lot of wear. Um, and the truth of the matter is I come out here to play every single day regardless of, of whether I know if I have it or not. You know, my teammates are great at picking me up if I'm not throwing my best. Um, but the truth of the matter is I'm going to give everything I have, you know, and, and that's really all I can offer sometimes. Um, and today was most definitely, I can tell you, not my best day. I didn't feel my best, and it kind of got to me a little bit. Um, but my teammates were the first people to, to come up to me on the, on the bench and be like, we've got you today. 
Um, and that means the world to me because it means that I can become comfortable in a B2C zone, um, which a lot of pitchers sometimes will, will get uncomfortable and nervous and, and start to actually deteriorate further. Um, but I knew that I was going to be able to rock out seven innings with this team behind my back. Thanks for checking out the special highlight package on the Unlimited Unloaded page. We hope to bring you more after Saturday's action.